We're all searching for it, or people. The ones you can call when you're at the end of your rope. The ones you ask for advice in a difficult stage or deciding on which jeans to buy. The ones who you share dreams and hopes with, who get you to the gym, and love your kids like their own. Motherhood was never meant to be a solitary role, and now it doesn't need to be. Here we discuss everything from our favorite kidisms, to mental wellness, to our best mom hacks and more. Mamas are world changers, and it's time to stop bearing that responsibility alone. So whether you're driving carpool, rocking a sleeping baby, or doing dishes, we're here for you. Welcome to the village. Welcome to episode four of The Village. Today I have a special guest. She's my best friend and kind of the inspiration behind the podcast. So this is Sam Stonely. Sam, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll dive into what we're going to talk about? Yes, yes. First off, hi everybody. How exciting. I'm so excited to be here. We have so many fun things to talk about. Like Missy said, my name is Sam. I am married, similar to Missy, to my high school sweetheart. We've been married just over six years. I have three beautiful children, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a four-month-old, which is its own adventure. Went to college. I'm doing absolutely nothing related to what I did in college, but motherhood was what I wanted to do, and just grateful to be here. Awesome. Okay, so today we wanted to talk about friendships, particularly friendships and motherhood. And this was kind of based off a Marco Polo conversation we had. (laughs) We live on Marco Polo. It's true. We do everything (laughs) on Marco Polo. But we ended up having this whole discussion one day about friendship and motherhood and kind of how we became friends and how, I mean, sounds dramatic, but life-changing. Yeah. (laughs) It really was. So I feel like you actually remember kind of how we became friends better than I do. Well, it's because it was such a pivotal moment. Like you said, as dramatic as it sounds, it was pretty life-changing. I remember, the first thing I remember, and these might be a little out of order, so you can correct me here, but the first thing I remember is I moved in with my parents in 2020. My husband was starting his junior course for accounting and was getting ready to go into his master's program, and so we moved in with my parents for some extra help, and that was so lonely. You'd think being surrounded by people all the time, it wouldn't be lonely. Did but you have it was. one or two kids at that point? <laughs> I had just had my second baby. Okay. And was like, you know what? Maybe I'll do a play group and see if there's anybody in the neighborhood. So I put it out on Instagram and just said, hey, would anybody be interested in a play group? And I got some responses and one of them was yours. But then you were like, well, if like play group doesn't work out, maybe we should just go on walks together because you had just moved in with your parents just down the road from me. Yeah. So we... We knew each other in elementary school. Well, I knew your twin sister yeah. <laughs> more than I knew you. I knew you more by extension. Yeah. But we were friends on social media yeah. just because I think of just connections between our other friends and stuff. I followed along with what was going on in your life and vice versa. And so you responded and were like, if that doesn't work, like, let's just go on walks, which I think yeah. is where it started because yeah, because I had just moved in after. with my parents for a few months while we renovated our house and our parents only live like three blocks from each other. Yeah, not far. So super close. And we both needed some saving grace as much as we love living in our parents' basement. (laughs) (laughs) And so it just kind of started with walks. And I'm sure those first, I don't remember it much, but those first few walks, I'm sure our conversation was very surface level and just kind of like... Just re... I mean, how's life after 
15, 20 years of had, not really seeing each other. I think Miles was like seven or eight months old. Yeah, because Cammy, I think, was only like three or four months old. And that kind of became a saving grace was all those walks that we would go on. And it just kind of like developed from there. And then we started doing things not on walks and things just kind of developed from there. But at the time, you were just starting to get your coaching business oh, off yeah, the ground. Oh, yeah, right at the same time. And so it was a coaching call that you had that I remember. Oh my goodness, Do you remember I forgot this? about that. Yeah. Yes. It was after a coaching call, you were texting me and said, hey, I just got off this like coaching to coach, right? As you were building your coaching business call. And we were talking about friendships and relationships, I think was actually in general. Mm-hmm. And so you asked me like, what do you want out of a friendship? Like what's important to you? And I think that question and that vulnerability right there is honestly what got our friendship off the ground. Yeah, because for sure. I then responded and said, well, if we're going to go down this road, I'm going <laughs> to blow it all up and here you go. I wanted someone that gave as much as they took. Yeah. Because we've all been in friendships where we feel like we are constantly giving and giving and giving and you're never receiving in return. And then those friendships dwindle. Yeah. They're not Because you don't have the capacity your time, for them. Right? Like, especially as a mom with kids, you're like, I need someone that's going to fill my bucket because I can't give to my kids and my spouse and friendships when nobody else is giving that back. Yeah. You basically said the exact same things that I had said and said, that's exactly what I want. You know, my other thing was like, I just want someone that will love my kids like they love their own and is willing to accept all of us kind of as a package deal because in motherhood, that's what happens. Your friends come with their children. And I think that's what's so different about friendship and motherhood. And at least for me, especially at that point in time, I still had some really good friends, but they either weren't even married yet or didn't have kids yet. And it just, I mean, I'm still friends with, with these people, but it just is such a different dynamic when you're not in the same stage of life. For sure. It's like dating after you're married and you're trying to date couples. Mm-hmm. It's not just you that's part of the equation. Right. It's everybody. And I mean, I'm super grateful that we do stuff not just with our kids, but... Most of the time it is. Most of the time it and is. And we have to mesh. That has, right? Our kids yeah. have to kind of get along. And we have to be able to understand that like for both of us, motherhood comes before our friendship. And so... Having someone that sees that, right? But also is almost like a partner in friendship with your kids. Yes. Right? Totally. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like a marriage outside of a marriage. Do you know what I mean? I think my husband would agree. Like, you're definitely my sister wife. Right. Because outside of the home, like, when we go places and I'm with you and my kids, I need that help and support. And you do too, you know? And so if we don't all mesh, it doesn't work. So, you know, I think it started our friendship off right and... I've come back to that too, evaluating that. But the best part about it is we have both gone through seasons where we have to give more than we take or we have to take more than we give. Yeah. But the beautiful part about finding a friendship that we have built and put work into, right? Oh, for sure. A lot of it came naturally. Yeah. But we're definitely very compatible. (laughs) For sure. And we're really lucky that way. But I think the biggest difference is that we both were willing to put in the work, right? And there's times where, I mean, look at being pregnant, for example, right? There was times where you were like, I have nothing to give. And I was in a season of life where I could give a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then there's times where I needed more and you had more to give. And we're usually flip-flopped. Yeah. Right? Sometimes we're both, it's really nice when we're both have a lot to give. Yeah. (laughs) Things seem a little bit easier. (laughs) You know, but, but I feel like even in some of the times where we both have been at very little, little. <laughs> yeah, very little to give, we also 
we're doing that together. Yeah. We hold space for each other in the hard. And I feel like even just that was enough. Yeah. For sure. And there's a lot of things. Like, as much as we love our spouse, our spouse will never understand what it's like to be a mom. No. Right? And I feel like the only person in the world that can do that is another mom. Yeah. For sure. And so having a mom that sees things like you do and is just willing to sit there. Because sometimes I just need you to listen while I rant. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And sometimes it's a sounding board. Most of the time it's a sounding board. Most of the time. Well, and a lot of the time it's it's both. We start with just, oh my goodness, this happened and this happened and this happened. You just have to get it out. And then we can kind of build each other back up from there. And okay, what do you need right now? And maybe here's a different way to look at things. And we totally build each other back up after that. And it has been both. I'm in a stage of life where like, I don't need friends per se, right? Like I'm so stinking busy as it is with three kids and running a house and a marriage and all the things that like, I don't quote unquote need friends. But a part of the story that I missed at the very beginning was like when you very first met you, we were like, "Can we? Can we be friends?" <laughs> I totally did, right? Like <laughs> because that was your I exact wanted a friend so bad, right? And because I, I wasn't that at point that point where I didn't really. We had just moved, and it was like barely post COVID, and I didn't really know anybody that was in the same stage of life yeah. around me, and had kids my same kids' ages, and. Yeah. I mean, and how often do we, like, see moms on Instagram and you're like, oh, I wish we could be friends. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, like totally. And you're like, oh my gosh, but it's I wish so, that it she would so see But it feels so scary. Me. And I've actually, I feel like starting with you, you were kind of like a, my first jump into. The guinea pig. Yes. And with women in my neighborhood, as I've kind of gotten to know them a little bit, I've kind of had the same feeling of, I just want to be friends with them. And so, like, last summer I invited a girl in my neighborhood, like just a couple doors up from me that has kids all about the same ages as me. And she is three as well. And I was like, do you want to just come to the pool with me? And she was like, oh my goodness, yes. And she told me then she was like, I wanted to be friends with you. And I was like, I just want to be friends with you. But I didn't go outside my comfort zone for so long. And then I started inviting other women in my neighborhood to all get together once a month and all of them have expressed like oh I wanted to do this but I didn't know how to ask and yeah. I was so scared to send that first text when I think that's it literally takes the five right we talked about the 10 seconds of courage or the five seconds of courage yeah. or whatever it is and like that changes everything because worst case scenario your situation stays the same yeah right that's your worst case scenario but likely best case scenario look at us three years later yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean sure. But likely everyone's feeling the same way. Like you were thinking the same thing. But totally, but I wasn't going to say it. I think that was like a little nudge of you just need to do this because I kept thinking about it for a long time before I finally was like, can we be friends? Well, and <laughs> that's what, when you talk so much about, you know, on your platform about finding your village, I think a lot of time as, as women, most of us sit there and go, well, where's my village? But we're not realizing to... we have to create our village. Yeah. And every woman has to do that. You don't, it doesn't just show up at your door. I wish yeah. it did. I wish it were really that cool. easy. You know? But to create our village, it takes some uncomfortable moments. Yeah, for sure. Of being totally vulnerable. Well, and uncomfortable moments too as you're building a friendship because you don't just go from, hi, let's be friends to... To the greatest friends that you feel like you could like turn your whole life over to. And you know? be super vulnerable with yeah. and all the things. You and I have grown so much in our motherhood journey together, right? Yeah. I mean, we... 
I've been a mom for what two years when I first met you I mean it's only been five it's not like I'm you know a pro in motherhood either pretty significant But, (laughs) but I went from having a toddler to now like you know a really young toddler to like a child yeah <laughs> you know I actually have a child who talks and learns and you know all the things but we've there's so much we've grown in our motherhood and and what's interesting is like at first I was like are we as we make decisions are those gonna look the same are we gonna have the same opinions about things mm-hmm. and are we gonna go about things but it's been so fun because as we've both explored things together in motherhood and talked things through we ended up somehow on quite literally the same path we think yeah. about so much in such a similar way and i think it's because we have that vulnerability we talk so much about every all everything. the options of everything yeah and and fill in a lot of gaps for yes. each other of yes. okay i know a little bit more about this or i have resources i know where to go for this yeah. and you have other resources in yeah. other areas and so we've been able to talk through things and and i think that's one thing i really love about our friendship is it it's not just surface level. It's become very much, oh my goodness, I read this book. I learned about this and I want to tell you all about it. And right. let me send you a 20 minute Marco on one subject. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which we do often. Often. Or I just turn it on as I'm walking around cleaning my house just to tell you about my life Yeah, in that day, you know. But I think that's the beautiful thing about our friendship is that vulnerability started off so early. But again, I think as a woman, as a mother in particular, like... It's going to be uncomfortable for a minute. Yeah. But that's how you build your village. And right. And we've had times where we're like, okay, well, let's invite someone else into our village too. You know, like mm-hmm. the, re- the girls weekend that we just had, they were people that like you and I were firm and like slowly but surely we started to add people that yeah. meshed with us that kind of thought like us. And that's how we, I feel like we build our village. But again, it takes some serious guts. <laughs> and it takes time. And it takes time. You know, we're, I mean, we're I going feel like on we're three years now. we're just starting to really build the people around us. And part of that is just, <laughs> we've had a lot of life going on. Sure. And so we started where we could and it was just the two of us. And as we've kind of started to get to a point where we feel like we can take on more, we yeah. add that. And, and that's been such an amazing part too, of being able to add people to that let other people experience that vulnerability and connection that is sometimes really hard to come by yeah totally if you were starting over what would you do if we hadn't ever met what would you do to start building your village if you have kind of the knowledge that you know now of what it took yeah of what it took honestly i think the first thing is you have to you to start where you are right yeah so when we moved to arizona for riley's internship right we walked in knowing nobody we knew we were there for three months which isn't permanent but like i didn't want to spend three months by myself my husband worked 10 hours a day 12 hours a day you know it's a long time to be and so mom and all the things right and fortunately for me at the time like our our church group our religious group we i started there because that was like immediate connection i knew i had at least one thing in common with these people Mm -hmm. and it was super uncomfortable i remember walking (laughs) into relief society which is just like a, a group of of women at church and we sit together and and learn together specifically a lot of topics about motherhood womanhood all the things right i walked in and just like saw some random girl and i was like can i sit by you like just you know because what else was i gonna do yeah and just asked like you know what's your name and how many kids do you have and all you know just the surface level questions 
Which, um, okay, I think that's actually one of the really nice things about motherhood. If you go to a park or if at church or whatever, and you can start with your kids become kind of your buffer. Right, uh-huh. Totally. <laughs> like a really easy topic of conversation yeah. where you can sit and just... Well, it's an immediate connection too, yes, right? totally. Like even if you have nothing in common, you can talk about your kids. <laughs> yeah, you can totally just sit and talk about yeah. your kids and that can be the start. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened. And then it was like, okay, well, we take our kids to the park. We go to the park on Tuesday at four o'clock in the, you know, if you guys want to come. And then, then it all of a sudden became the ball was in my court and I had to make the decision to actually go hang out with these people that I <laughs> yep. didn't know. Do you know what I mean? And you know, it's going to be uncomfortable. Oh, 100%. Right. The first few times are probably a little uncomfortable. Yeah. You're, you're still trying to remember people's names and get to oh, yeah. know them. And then. You know, and then it eventually turned into like a girls' night. Like, hey, a bunch of us are getting together for a girls' night. Do you want to come? And then it was like me without my kids. And then I had no buffer. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I had to sit and have actual conversation with these people. But again, if I had to start over, I think it would just be that. Just start where you are and be willing to be uncomfortable See, knowing the end result. I mean, it's like pregnancy, right? Like you and I, we get pregnant knowing we're going to suffer for nine months. Like, (laughs) but we know the end result will end in a beautiful baby. Yeah. Right? And I, friendships are the same way. We have to be willing to be uncomfortable to make that decision because we know in the end, hopefully, the end result will bring friendships or lessons, which are both beautiful. Yeah. And you helpful know? and... And will serve us. And some, here's, and some friendships serve us for a time and a season. Mm-hmm. And then we move on. And we find our village for that time and season. Right? My high school friends are great. I have nothing wrong with my high school friends. Thank heavens a lot of them are in the same life situation I am. But for a while, I was the only one. For three and a half years, I was the only one with kids. Yeah. You know, and and that's so a long it, was, time. it was a hard, con- it was hard to keep those connections going. Mm-hmm. Now they have kids. And so it's a little bit easier. But like some of our friendships are for a time in a season and some are for the rest of our life. Sorry, but you're hitched to me for the rest of your life. Okay? Good, I'm glad. <laughs> You know, and I, but again, I think it's just willing, just like you were, just willing to be uncomfortable for a minute, knowing that it might not go anywhere, but it also could be the best thing that ever happened to you. Yeah. Which I feel lucky that that's exactly what it was. My mom talks about how when they moved into the first house that my parents bought and it was all a new development. So everybody was new. Like there was no establishment at all. So everyone was kind of just trying to figure Free. it out yeah <laughs> right which is which is nice in some ways because then you you don't feel like you're joining this already established group mm-hmm. but also there wasn't an established group and so everyone was scared and in their own heads the whole time and she talks about how for a long time she was like why is no one inviting me over no one likes me and finally was just like i'm gonna start inviting And if you know my mom at all, you would never know that that's how she felt because she, she is the hostess. Mm -hmm. She always has people over, always has people over, is always inviting somebody new, is always throwing some party, always has some kind of gathering, is always pulling in extra people and just loving them. And it really stemmed because of being a young mom and being lonely and not being invited and so why not be the one to start inviting right and it was so uncomfortable and it's so crazy like now you would never know that that's how she was because it is well she built so much of her personality though it has become such an easy natural thing for her to do that because she started 
once those those first women she invited they have annual things that they do now even like almost 30 years later mm-hmm. and she but she built her own village yeah she did you know I, that trend on instagram do you remember when that trend was going on about they say it takes a village where do i get that village you know yeah do you remember that trend yeah. and i i think it's exactly that like you get it because you make it yeah it which is so hard it doesn't just show up it really doesn't like that's a rude reality but you know it doesn't just show up at your front door yeah you know, some some of us, I think, will get lucky, right? There's there's people that we meet in life just, like, on our path that are magic and they stick and yeah. friendships are immediate. And that's great, you know, but that's, like, <laughs> once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. But we have to build our village. And once you start, it does become easier. Like you had mentioned, like, we were kind of the practice ground. And then you've yeah. been able to expand from that. But it just takes one person. If you can find one, I feel like it becomes easier to find more. Yeah, for sure. And especially because, I mean, we've all seen friendships where we're like, oh my gosh, I wish I could be in that group of friends. Mm -hmm. And it's way more intimidating to go to a group of people and be like, can I hang out with all of you? Than just going to one single person. Yeah. But at the same time, look how fast your village could grow if you did that. You know? Like if someone came to us and was like, can I hang out with you? Like we wouldn't be like, no, we're good. We're closed off. You know? Yeah. We'd like immediately invite them and be like, please be friends with us. I would love that. Because there is nothing better, again, in motherhood. The only people that ever understand how we truly feel are other moms. Yeah. It's easy to talk about that and to fall into like that pattern of talking about motherhood because that's just who, I mean, that's who we are. That's the stage of life we're in. Like eventually our kids will grow up and they will leave the house. And then... I'm sure friendships will look very different. Yeah. But building your village just where you are, you know, and starting with, starting small. But I also think you opened the door. I wanted to reach out to you multiple times because I knew that you were back at your parents' house and I was at my parents' house and so we were super close. But you just putting out on Instagram like, oh, I'm thinking of starting a play group felt like a cracked open door for me to open it a little wider and say yes. Yeah. And and then to extend another invitation. And so maybe start there of, hey, does anyone want to, you know, we're heading to the park on this day. Yes. And just, just put yes. it out there. And I think there's actually, so I found out that in our area, there's all these like massive mom groups, like 30 to 70 people and i didn't realize how long they'd been going on today so yes, like yeah for like years been in mom group for eight years yes <laughs> like, whoa okay so just i mean really put it out on social media like does anyone know of any local mom groups or like one of my friends met one of the groups because she happened to be at the same park that they were at that day and started talking to somebody and then became part of that group and like that's how she found them yeah so there there are things like that in a lot of areas. So just put it out on Instagram because chances are somebody you know is like, oh, I'm part of this. Like, and I used come to love- join us, but you don't know until... It requires effort. Yeah. Well, and sometimes you don't know what's even out there until you just ask mm-hmm. where you might know somebody that's in a group that is super open and inviting, but they don't know that you're looking for that either. Right. So well, that's it's what, hard to know who to invite. You know, just like you were saying, I've had friends that will post like, hey, we're going to Thanksgiving Point, which is a local children's museum by where we live. We're going to Thanksgiving Point. Does anybody want to come on Tuesday? And like there's times where I've been like, sure. And sometimes those friendships stick and sometimes they don't. But 
it started somewhere. Yeah. Right? And she was willing to say, hey, does anybody want to come? Like, that's easy. You don't have to specifically talk to, like, one single person. Be like, will you come with us? But you just open invitation. Yeah. And it's an easy way to build connections without pressure. Yeah. If you have a neighborhood mom chat, put it out on that. Start there if putting it out on social media feels a little bit too too much. much. Like, oh, we're headed to this park at 10 tomorrow morning if you want to come. And I've developed a lot of friendships that way, like, in my in my neighborhood as people have been, oh, I'm going a walk at, on a walk at this time. And I started joining them and that's been really fun. And it's evolved from there into yeah. into more than that. And Because it is. Friendships and motherhood are so daunting. Also because sometimes I feel like we get together as women and we're like, if I feed my kid the wrong thing, is someone going to judge me? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I gave my kid an artificial flavored fruit snack. Like, is someone going to say something? And I feel like we're so hard on ourselves when we get with other moms of like, are they going to judge me? Are they, we're all just doing the best darn thing that we can. Yeah. <laughs> None of with us know what's happening. the knowledge we have with yeah. the, the bandwidth that we right. have in this season. Sure. And so sometimes it seems intimidating. Like, well, I don't know if I'm going to fit in with them. And if you don't, then that's, that's fine. okay. But you won't know unless you just try. keep trying. Yeah, I mean, I I went on a walk with another mom group, and they were they were really fun, but they weren't my people. And I was just like, "Thanks for inviting me. Like that was really fun, and I didn't go again, and that's okay." Because I mean, at least it gave you something to do. Yeah, you know, you got out of the house for a minute to go on your walk. But you know, I think we just keep coming back to the same principle of if we all just have a little bit of courage, I think we can take the loneliness out of motherhood. Like, it's been so interesting. The last two years is really when our friendship has, yeah. like, really dug deep. And in particular, I think even the last year, really, we've dug... Because we've gone through some really hard things together yeah. the last year. But I very rarely feel lonely in motherhood anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's like, as soon as I start to feel that way, I jump on Marco Polo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what our, I mean? our friendship was built on Marco Polo. We're business partners, too. And our business is built on Marco Polo. It still runs a lot of time on Marco. So, which if you don't use Marco Polo, we, I mean, sponsor us Marco Polo, but (laughs) because we live on it, I feel like, and even our other friends, because because sometimes that's the only way we can connect. Mm -hmm. Like some of our closest friends, one of our friends is in Vernal, which is like three three Mm -hmm. and a half hours away from us right now, and our other really close friend, she's moved a bunch. She moves to Arkansas like this week, so. But it's nice to just be like, but hey, we can I know just we're far, but we're close, you yeah, know, for a yeah. minute. And they're like two of our closest friends. Yeah. And so it's nice to check in that way. But, you know, I don't feel lonely anymore. Yeah. Even though it's just one friendship, but that's enough. That's all it takes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's hard, but it's so it pays off so fast. Yeah, for sure. I don't think I could have the friendship I have with you with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I want our village to be big, but those friendships where you are giving and taking a lot, I feel like you can only have so many of those mm-hmm. before you don't have enough to give. Right. You know? Yeah. But. Well, it only takes one. When, I mean, today yeah, we yeah. went to. Again, it only takes we one. We went to mom club together and met, I met, you know, I've only been a couple of times, so it was nice to meet a lot. Some of the other moms, though, just immediately in my village just got a little bit bigger. Yeah. And even, they don't all serve the same purpose. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes some are just temporary, some are more just fun, some are there maybe for conversation, or some I made to get to know better, but they all serve a different purpose. Yeah. You know? And so ours serves in this stage of life like the deepest purpose, mm-hmm. and that's what works for us. Right? But like motherhood is not supposed to be lonely. It's really no, it's not. not. Right? It's meant to be 
shared because we're all on the same journey. We're on a different spot in the path and it might look different, but our journey ultimately is the same. The destination is the same. We want to be the best women that we can, to be the best moms we can, to raise these beautiful humans, to do good things in the world. Yeah. And and there's a million ways to get there's there. There's a million ways to skin a cat, right? Yep. And so we just get to use each other as tools towards that ultimate goal of like raising our humans, <laughs> raising yeah. our tiny people If we're to all be heading better. in the same direction, like, like let's, let's go, go together. Yep, exactly. You know, and it's helpful that like our kids are best friends. And so yeah. it makes it easier too, which I feel like, but like our friendship fostered that too, right? Oh, for sure. And I think it's awesome for our kids to see what our friendship looks like because I want them to expect that out of their friendships yeah. too. And I love that my kids have a relationship with you and your kids have a relationship with me where they're always jumping on and, oh, I want to tell Sam this. Yeah. Or, oh, I want to tell Missy this. Which and, is the dream, right? It's like when dream. Adam walked into your house the other day when I was there and he was like, oh, hey, miss. Yeah. <laughs> like that made my whole day. It just is like you're just a part of their life. Yeah. You know, but I think what's, that was one of the original questions that you asked. And I, that's one of the ways that I answered was I want someone that loves my kids, mm-hmm. right? I want my kids to, to see that and what that looks like. Because we're, because our friendship is so rooted in motherhood, that was important to me that they yeah, felt that absolutely. too. And it helps that they're quite literally all the same age, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's like that made it easier, but I would take your kids in a heartbeat, which there's yeah. times that I have and you've done the same for me in a pickle and... You love them like I love them, you know? Yeah. Which I'm super grateful for. Mm, Me too. Makes life easier. (laughs) (laughs) So much easier. All right. Last thing. We do our magic in the mundane moments. So what was your magic in the mundane in the last week or so? Oh my goodness. Mine. So my five-year-old is very into like mommy daddy time right now without. He'll ask for the baby. Can we have mommy daddy and Hudson time? (laughs) What he's telling me is. Please leave the three-year-old at home. (laughs) Or I want time without her. Yeah. Because they're hooked at the hip most of the day. They're together all of the time. And just with life situations, like I haven't been able to give him as much time lately as I really would like to. But the other day just felt like he really needed some one-on-one time. And so I put my three-year-old down for a nap and asked him if he wanted to play a game. And we played three rounds of Catan Jr. And you would have thought he had won the lottery. It's so funny how their attitude changes so fast when they get what they're looking for, which he was telling me I need some one-on-one attention, right? But that was so fun to play board games with my five-year-old. And he was so happy and it was so much fun. It's so funny watching them become real little humans that that can hold a conversation and And like think you can play with (laughs) on their level, but on your level, right? Where it it fills your tank just as much as it fills theirs. So that was, I mean, so simple, but something I he still remembers he still talks about and something I will be a long time till I forget for sure yeah that's so cute what about you oh my goodness for me I feel like mine has just been watching my kids play it's so funny for me to watch the boys interact with their baby sister and watch her face as they come in the room and go straight for her because they just want to play with her all day long it's just so funny I just love watching them. You know those moments that are so surreal and you're like, how is this my life right mm-hmm. now? Like every day. <laughs> I ask myself that every day. This is all I've wanted and I have it. And 
look at these little humans that I made that love each other and want to be together. And I feel like we're kind of in a mostly happy stage right now where they're all getting along really well. And it's just so... That's the best. Just so fun. It's just so fun. I love that they're all little buddies and want to be around each other most of the time. So fun. Makes it magical for Those are the payday moments as mom. As a oh, mom. oh, definitely. <laughs> when you're like, okay, they are getting it. Maybe I'm not doing it all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good thing we have those. Just yeah. often enough to keep us happy, but not often enough that we get to. Yeah. Complacent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll have Sam back again later for more. Can't wait. Mom chats. Well, this is the best part is we chat anyway all the time. So now we just get it to do it in a microphone. Oh, yeah. It really just felt like (laughs) hanging out. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us this episode. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. So message me on Instagram at the Missy Allred. There is always room in our village. So if you enjoyed it, will you please send it to a friend or leave a rating and review? Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the next episode. Thank you for being here. I'll talk to you next week.